Then a hip hop classic Patreon album review that you decided on. Not us, not, not me, not Ken, not BZ, not Mike, you decided. So become a Patreon today and decide what we review in terms of the classic albums for you. You guys selected Ghostface Killer Supreme Clientele. A lot of damn tracks. Would it beat out? Yeah, would yeah, it beat out? Would it beat out? Would it beat out? Scarface with 11%, The Diary. Mm. Uh, Notorious B.I.G., Life at the Death. 22. I can't believe it beat that. That is crazy. I'm not surprised. I am. Yeah, yeah. Big, beating Biggie? The second one? <laughs> yeah, it's second Biggie! One. <laughs> Public Enemy, it takes a, takes a nation of millions to hold us back 10%. That would have been fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Smith and Wesson, The Shining. Oh, seriously? 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%.
Ghost really became like that dude mm -hmm. out of Wu Tang Clan. This album really is, like right. It pushed him forward. It really started pushing really forward. Do that much did. Right. No, because it was, was it was no, still no. it was still I guess you will people are considered like the first era Wu-Tang. Like this was after, mm -hmm. but it was before Wu-Tang Forever because Wu-Tang Forever after that was considered the second era of Wu-Tang. Mm -hmm. So like from 93 to 97, in between that, when all the, when Liquid Source came out, mm -hmm. Takao, Only Built. So like when Iron Man came out, that was still part of like that first era Wu. So like, it was still, it still, at that time, it still seemed like a, a Only Built for Cuban Links Part 2 because it was like Ghostface featuring oh, yeah. Raekwon, you know, you see, just like when Raekwon had featuring Ghostface. So it, it was kind of like an extension of that. What made Supreme Clientele so special was that, like, this was this was Ghostface coming out part. Like, this was, it, it almost felt like this was the album that Ghostface really wanted to make when he made Iron Man. Like, you know, because you still had the Iron Man interludes and stuff mm -hmm. throughout the album and everything. But I think, just from an MC standpoint, this flow wise, I think Ghostface stepped that shit up like three mm -hmm. notch. Like, if you listen to Iron Man, yeah. and Iron Man is a good album, yeah. don't get it yeah. twisted. Yeah. Iron Man is a really good album, but when you want to listen, when Nutmeg first come on, yeah, the, the white way he was white, I was yeah. like, when I first heard that, I, when I first popped that CD in, I was like, I remember I texted my brother, like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Because he had, he had already listened to it before me. So I had finally got it, and I texted him, like, yo, you hear this nigga flowing like yeah. this? And, and the fact that, you know, RZA, a lot of these beats was like, you know, RZA had to pretty much like, do this from scratch again because before in the process of them making that RZA, I think one of his studios that got flooded, what? so he had to like all the beats he had in that in you know ready for this album, he had to redo them again because he, he did like a good a majority of this of this album did as he? well as mm -hmm. I thought he didn't produce most of this. Oh, no, he, he did. He, he did, did a lot of it. I mean, yeah. not but this was the first time. This is another, this is another reason why this, this stands out so much because usually with Wu Tang solo, you know, when they was making their solo stuff, it was still like RZA, 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 maybe mathematics. Maybe True Master, but for this one you had you had a Juju, you had Juju from the Beat Nuts, Juju from the Beat Nuts producer. You had uh, Carlos Six who who did work with Diddy and a lot of Dark Man who was a Wu Tang Philly at the time. But RZA still handled like because he did like almost half of it, right? Half of this, a little over half of it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even look at it. Yeah, yeah. He did. It doesn't sound like it's a different sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a whole different sound. Like it was, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like yeah, this album blew me away. Like the first, like I was hitting everybody up like yo this shit is fucking ghost is on a whole nother level mc wise and rizza did some shit that he never done from the first wu-tang era production wise on this album like stroke of death like that i was just like that damn that was RZA though was it that was RZA? yeah that i'm was not RZA. doubting i'm oh, not no, no 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 you can look but that's yeah. my favorite jam of the whole shit the stroke of death yeah the zoop yeah i was like, like what the fuck damn. is that i was like, <laughs> like, I was like holy fuck? shit and then um inspector deck did a beat on there uh a state true i was just like all right inspector deck doing the joint so yeah it was i thought this album i mean and at the time i even though i remember when i first saw a track list i was like damn 21 but it didn't it didn't feel like it. It, it's it, an hour eight minutes long yeah about two or three of them skits mm -hmm. that were like Fucking songs that right. was long as songs, like two or three minutes, mm -hmm. and then of course the interludes. Right. Yeah. Yep. And another thing I also noticed too about Ghostface, as far as like I think his content, I think it was it was a little more like Afrocentric, a little bit more. He was black. in Africa. He had just came back from. Africa. That's right. He, he sure was. Africa. He yeah. was. In, yep. He was in Africa. Because if you listen, yeah. if you listen to Iron Man, it was it was still a little bit more like mafioso, mm -hmm. like kind of a build off of the Cuban links. But with this one, he was more of like kind of more conscious, mm -hmm. yeah. Afrocentric. He wasn't rapping about like a lot of materialistic stuff, a lot of, you know, right. like just how he was. Even the shit with the interlude with uh, Woodrow. Yeah. Woodrow, 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 Woodrow
Was it? Yeah. Where'd your he was like, nah, man, you know, I love you, man. I love you, man. Dude, like, nah, man, you know, crack, crack stuff. You say crack rule everything around me. Crack rule everything around me. Give me up with me. It was like, nah, bro, I love you. I love you, man. I love you too much. I love you too much. What was the 50 Cent skit thing? Was Clyde Smith. Clyde Smith. Yeah, the Raekwon shit. Yeah, yeah, because it was a response to him making the How to Ride when 50 made the How to Ride. So How to Ride was out around that time. So that's why he, so that really was at 50. Yeah, he says this 50 Cent nigga. 50 really said it all for How to Ride. Jay Z responded. Yeah, I know Jay did. I'm just, yeah. but I'm just highlighting like how. I guess I didn't remember. I, I guess I didn't remember Wu Tang Clan being a part of the, this whole thing. They didn't respond like lyric wise. Oh, okay. they were just like, we're going to fuck going you, to fuck you up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical we don't, Wu -Tang. We, yeah, typical Wu. Like we don't do this. Right, right. right. <laughs> right. You can pop yeah. the eye when you talk <laughs> shit about Wu. Right. But then with like the choppy flows and like Apollo Kids. Man, it was just oh, like, that was the lead single. When I first heard that single, yeah. man, it was just like, oh, that was, I didn't know it was a single. Yeah, that was the biggest song off of this joint. I don't think they song is. Church has Lagos. That was love that ladies love. They didn't know nobody's Supreme clientele, but they love that song right there. That song right there. That was the thing that, obviously, the sound was different, but, you know, some of the stuff was. Accessible to a lot of people, but that single yes. was the one that propelled this yes. album oh, yeah. Yeah, to yeah, the top. Sure. It did because it, it, broke it was everywhere. Everywhere. I put it to you like this: it that song was so big that I didn't know it was Ghostface until years after. Because when I heard it, yeah, when you I just heard the tune, I, and I, I heard the tune, and and at the time. So let me give people a little bit of context. Two thousand in two thousand, I was in tenth grade, mm -hmm. so. I was I was going to all the house parties. I was going into Twenty One and Over Club, sneaking in there when I was living in Miami. So this shit came on. All I knew was the tune. The shit was in the fucking clubs of yes. Atlanta. Like Miami. you go to the clubs of Atlanta. And, yeah, well, I wasn't in Miami, but yeah, this, I feel you. But and it was in Florida. The shit was up everywhere. So and that was the thing that kind of blew my mind because I was working at um, Warehouse Music at the time in the mall, and. Everybody used to come in there, hey man, y'all got that? And then they would either sing it or they would sing it. And I was like, here you go, who is that? Oh, and then it's the album any good? Yeah, man, you can get the whole thing. Because even back then, I was completely honest. When you came in and you wanted to buy something, because I know they were asking for 20, I was like, nah, that shit garbage. You don't want to buy that. Oh, appreciate it. But for they would 20. always come in. Yeah, $20. $20. Yeah. The albums back in the day? In the 2000s, that was 1799. First week was always First cheaper. week it was always like 1499, yeah, yeah. 1699, something like that. If you came back after that, then after it was that, It was like 1899. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, nah, was I'm like, not. I always knew to get the first week out. Yep. Yep. So I guess first week sales always been a thing. They always yes, promoted yeah, first week sales. Yeah. 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 I never even noticed that. I mean, I just bought I just bought music. I didn't care about it. They want to get the product off. But yeah, so that was that was the interesting thing about this album because we, you know, we know who Ghostface was. Like, you're not a mainstream. Radio guy, but you went mainstream intentionally, unintentionally. I don't know, but it was everywhere. I'm like, risen with this damn production. I'm mm -hmm. like, that stroke of death shit. That that blew my mind that when I heard that. Like, yeah, I was shit. like, oh my How god, how they rhyming over this so easily? And then, I can see Rizzo rhyming over it, but right. Ghostface wasn't that type of MC, right? But and even on Buck Fifty, that just the way they rhyming. Oh, that's my shit. That baby you said that Buck Fifty, the one Red Man. Oh, little Red Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
uh, yeah, we got more seeds than ODB. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. I was just like, man, that that was another production by RZA. I was like, shit, and the way that they was all rhyming on that, when I, when Redman came in, I was like, because at that time, you couldn't tell me shit. I'm like, man, Redman was that dude mm -hmm. back at that time. I'm like, yo, Redman was like one of my favorites. So, but yeah, it's I think everybody fit on there. I was I was hoping to get an ODB sighting at that time, because I don't think he was Is he still alive? Mm -hmm. No, he, he didn't pass away in 2006. Yeah, man, this album... It, it set the stage, man. It really yeah. it set the stage mm -hmm. for Ghostface, and it kind of gave at that time Wu Tang like a, like a new life because you know you got to figure this was uh, Jizza had released his third album beneath the surface that was that wasn't getting that much praise. Rayquan had dropped his second his second LP in Morbid Alley that wasn't getting that much praise. Mm -hmm. um, um, Inspector Deck had dropped this debut solo. It wasn't really getting that. But yeah, like I'm gonna say, this was post uh, Wu Tang Forever. So like in that gap, it was like people was releasing their second, you know, solo runs, and they wasn't really living up to the bill. And then like mm -hmm. Ghostface came with the Supreme clientele and just like and like kind of gave life back. And then that's when Wu Tang came out with the W. And like, but when Supreme clientele hit, it just gave new life to Wu Tang, and it just. Ghostface to start it. He started as a solo artist. He kind of separated Took himself. Yep. He separated himself yeah. from yep. all the rest of the art. Like from Raekwon, even though Raekwon came back and released only Biff Cuban Links two in two thousand nine, but like, but at that time, Ghost was that guy. Like he had, he started a run, a good four album, three album run, because he had Bulletproof Wallets. Yeah, and then he had Fish Scale, which that the joint you had. Like yeah, it's yeah. He started a run, man. So this album set it off, man, and it inspired. You know Kanye West, like Kanye West admitted that that album inspired him. He even sampled Mighty Healthy mm -hmm. on God Flow. Yep. If y'all remember, if you're listening to Mighty Healthy, take mm -hmm. that body. Yeah. body, red body. That was the other song. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. Healthy. I was like, that's when I heard, heard I'm like, come have a good time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I hear it on here, I'm like, man, I know that shit, but why does it sound a little slower than like this? I don't remember. People have sampled nutmeg too, right? Or I'm or I'm tripping. I'm sure they have. Probably. If they, sure if they they sampled it, they did a good job of flipping it the way where I couldn't hear it, but yeah, I mean yeah, this this album, you know, inspired Kanye. Kanye said he, you know, a lot of his production style was inspired from the way that RZA started changing his producing style on this album. So And it almost seems like I'm just thinking about this now, just lis listening to you kind of just just talk. And thinking about the albums that came afterward, it was like this kind of gave him the blueprint mm -hmm. for the rest of his albums um, in terms of sound, in terms of style. Kanye was he when he heard this album, when he was you know, and he started making beats. He was making beats. Some of the beats for Blueprint was intended for Ghostface, but Jay heard him and was like, "Oh, I gotta have this. Mm. I gotta have it. I gotta have it." Like some of them beats, I don't know which ones, but he said when he was in the beat making process for Blueprint. He was some of them BC already. Made. I can hear see girls, girls. I can see ghost fans right yeah, now. But yeah, man, this 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 shit, man. I know. Critically acclaimed, like shit. She like the blueprint, ain't it, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a classic? I think we all agree that it's classic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, is it a classic or why is it a classic? Um, for me, it's a it's a classic mainly because. First of all, there's no skippable tracks. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's number one. I think that's something that we always kind of talk about. But for me personally, w when I originally digested it, it, it wasn't. But I can see why people 
put this so far up there you know especially when you listen to um all of ghost projects you know this is definitely one of the better ones but i don't know like you know like for me i i outside of churches the ghost i don't i don't remember the the impact that it had at that time i definitely wasn't into wu-tang and mm -hmm. guys like that and the people i hung around weren't necessarily into this type of hip-hop so i don't really know the impact that it had but this is a good album it was you know people were saying at that time it was a good album or whatever but yeah i i, I would consider it a classic definitely yeah i think the perception is that it is a classic um and you know where do you see this up i, I do see it as, as a classic um i think one reason is, is that no I, i'm just I, saying the perception like where have you seen it people saying that it's a supreme classic is a classic Oh, just online and, and hip hop circle, just seeing people just overall, just in general, talk about this album. When people talk about Ghostface, mm -hmm. this album is coming up. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be one of the- True if they're talking about Ghostface, but if they're talking about hip hop, is this one I, of those albums that is mentioned? I don't know, I think it could. I think it would. But, but you, I, but I think but, it depends on who you're talking to. It, it definitely as with depends. Anything, but. Of course, but 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 still though, if you get a, a, a collection of hip hop heads that aren't necessarily just woo heads, the first ten to fifteen albums they name won't have Supreme Clientele in it. But I don't think that lessons this is is impact. Or but I, okay, it's, fine. It's 20, classic. 20, Twenty to twenty five. I think there's a lot of hip hop albums. I understand that, but I, I'm just saying that. How strong of a classic is it? So, so okay, so in the in in the in in Wu Tang. Why you disagree? I don't think this album comes up. Yeah, I I'm the, I, I would never argue it, yeah, it being a classic it. or not, but I am a hundred percent with people. I don't hear this album come up. You might hear Chronic, you might hear you right. know, Illmatic, you might hear the Rage and Dies or whatever. Right. Yeah, but those. I, mm -hmm. again, like me, the, room, like the room is getting smaller, buddy. The room is getting smaller. Do you think people will mention only Good for Cuban links before this? Yes. Yeah, they they yes they, they will. Yeah. So, so and they might have mentioned Jacal before this. Yeah. So so so. before this. Hell yeah. yeah. I yeah. would even even say even that even fish scale might come up before this. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It can go either way. I guess I'm a man on the island with this one. I I, I have seen people mention this album with with it with high regard and as as a classic. When I think about that time in the year 2000. That's why when I, I look at this, and that's kind of my criteria for some of these discussions that we have, like we talk about impact and that was uncommon for a Wu-Tang project at that time after the end of the, end of the 36 Chambers to go beyond like hip hop heads. It set a precedent like V mentioned earlier, you know, Kanye, took inspiration from that and developed a style from it, was making beats for Jay because that Jay took. I mean, making beats for a ghost face that Jay took. Um, so I think it had long lasting impact and influence on albums down the line. That's why I think it's a classic. I've never even thought of using the word classic when I first, I just, when, when I first kept listening to this album, I just, I just thought it was amazing, Dope. but yeah. classic never always entered my mind, man. Um, is it a classic to me? Yeah, because I guess at the time where, when I thought as a as a, a big time Wu Tang fan, I thought Wu Tang was starting to lose their steam. You know what I'm saying? Like I mentioned earlier in the review that like you know everybody was dropping their second solo projects and it wasn't it just wasn't right. RZA wasn't producing on them and all that stuff. So you know I'm thinking RZA was losing his production edge and for him to for him to smack me in the face mm. with this album, 
You know, him and Ghostface, for them to come and make this album like this and, and to blow me away. Ghost sounding and rhyming completely different from his earlier Wu days. Reza producing completely different from his earlier Wu days. And to still make a great body of work for me to pop in and let it play. And for me to be amazed, that's why it's a classic to me. I don't know. I've, I've never thought about it until today. <laughs> I really haven't. Yeah, it's just right? a matter of this is a dope-ass right. Ghostface album. I never really considered whether or not it's a classic. I honestly don't know. Um, I don't know that it really matters that much. We're just talking because really we talk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.